There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of the 80%. Today, we'll be talking about why it's important to improve our communication skills. And joining me in this episode is Ms. Jen Simons, the communications manager of Uplone, who will share with us tips on how to be a better communicator. So, are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! Hi, my name is Fitz Villafuerte at ako ay isang registered financial planner. Since 2007, nagbibigay na ako ng financial advice through my blog entitled Ready to be Rich. And I continue this advocacy through this podcast kung saan pag-uusapan natin ang mga effective strategies kung paano ba yumaman. Thank you for tuning in and now on to the show. Being able to communicate effectively is one of the most important life skills to learn. I believe that having strong communication skills aids in all aspects of life, from professional to your personal life. And our guest today is someone who can definitely teach us how to improve our communication skills. My name is Jen Simons. I'm the communications manager at Uploan right now. I consider myself a master communicator and at home I'm a mom of two. Can you tell us more about the company? What is Uploan? Uploan is an employee benefit that really transforms lives, right? Like so really we're a fintech company. Uh, we provide a platform for HR leaders so that they can provide really holistic salary-linked wellness services. Um, so the end goal here is really to elevate employees, right? Not just um, professionally, but also in their personal lives. So right now we offer super affordable loans and salary advance products and insurance products to cover all the basis of Of financial wellness, and then we couple that with financial education. So we're super big fans of yours at Uplone Fits. We really partner with HR teams. So they're big companies in any industry, really anywhere in the Philippines, where we provide them with tools to make their lives easier, right? Because HR teams are really like the 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 teams responsible for the development and the betterment of employees so we try to give them tools for that really centered around right now financial wellness so we do financial wellness webinars quarterly um they're pretty standardized though around the top concerns that we've learned are relevant to our audience which is really 
employees, like working Filipinos in big industries like BPO and manufacturing, food service, um, really anything. But most of our clients are in that area. Um, we service about 300,000 employees now. We actually ran a survey last year to understand mm-hmm. their concerns better and try and, um, you know, be tailor our products and our services and our education to what they would find interesting. About 9,000 people answered our survey last year. And um, at the top of the list of their concerns was really professional growth, um, health and well-being, obviously. I mean, global pandemic, hello, and personal development. So those are the top three priorities in terms of wellness. So that's really what we're building our our strategy towards in this coming year. Thank you for mentioning the survey that you did. Uh, when will the report be coming out? I'm actually interested to learn more about the result of that survey. Yeah, I'd love to take you through the report when it's ready. It's just that, well, right now we're just making some adjustments because some employees in certain sectors answered more than in other sectors. So we're trying to adjust for those um, inconsistencies in the data, I guess, so that we don't give an incorrect impression of like the overall Philippine employee landscape, right? Like we're really, um, we really want to give accurate information um, so that everybody, you know, professionals such as yourself and HR teams everywhere can really action this data to make a difference, right? So we're holding ourselves to really high international standards of of data interpretation because, yeah, our CEO is coming from the World Bank IFC and um, his wife actually works for the World Health Organization. So there's very specific um, guidelines on how to distribute information that we are adapting within our company. Um, And yeah, aside from financial wellness, um, I'm really excited about pursuing personal and professional development because I think it's all tied together, right? Like when you're stressed about your money, you get all these like like distractions. So that prevents you from really moving forward in your life and at work. Of course, one of the reasons why I invited you to join me in this podcast is because I'd like to talk more about uh, communication skills. Uh, I also believe that if you really want to advance in your career, it's not really just about being good at what you do at your job, but also mastering soft skills, social skills, such as communication. So uh, I know that you're a member of Toastmasters. Can you tell us more about this organization, Jen? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Toastmasters is kind of ancient. Like You know, it was founded in 1924. So it's been around a really long time. It's a nonprofit, completely educational organization. And they focus on teaching public speaking and leadership skills. Um, They have clubs all over the world. There's about 16,000 clubs now. Um, when I started my own club when I was 16, there were only 8,000. My club number was 8565. So it's already doubled in within my lifetime. Pa lang. 
um, it's really relevant, these skills, like you mentioned, soft skills are really so much more in demand now, especially with working from home. There are so many challenges with communication. We create, we've created a lot of communications training, even within Uploan that we're rolling out through all the different departments because it's so challenging to have a screen between people. So it really is so valuable in this time when also, you know, even job descriptions are flexible nowadays. Like you have to be really flexible as an employee. So communication is a really easy way to upskill. And it's such a powerful tool, right? You you call it a soft skill fits. And um, I feel like that's HR lingo, maybe because we've been talking with HR people lately. <laughs> Very diverse soft skills are like not necessarily associated with one specific task. Communication is one of those things that you can apply to everything in your life. There are so many benefits to being a good communicator because it's basically how we understand each other, right? So when you're good at that, there's a drastic reduction in misunderstanding. And therefore, we all get along a little bit better. We achieve our goals more efficiently because we're on the same page. The benefits of having good communication skills are quite obvious when we think about it in the business and professional setting. Pero importante din ito pagdating sa ating personal lives. Back in episode 6, I mentioned that when it comes to relationships, money is always among the top reasons why couples fight. And according to a friend who's a marriage counselor, a lot of arguments in a relationship can be avoided if couples regularly sit down and have honest, open, and constructive conversations. This is just one example how good communication skills can have a positive effect in our personal and financial lives. Let's go back to Jen and listen as she talks about how to be an effective communicator. Some people might think that to be an effective communicator, you have to be confident first. But actually, I think it's the other way around. Like, communication is a skill that you can build on. Like, there are tangible ways, steps that I'll share with, happy to share with you today, um, that will make you a more effective communicator, period. Once you're effectively communicating, then you realize that you're confident na pala. You know what I mean? It's not a, it's, it's kind of a chicken and egg scenario. The first thing you have to do is really prepare and practice. So really preparing is the first sort of skill you have to develop. Different people prepare different ways, but preparation is really the key to mastering your communication. Decide what you want to say and with your audience in mind, develop a sort of framework of what you're going to say. When we talk about communication skills, it's not just limited to the formal settings like doing a presentation or talking to your boss. It also includes, of course, talking to your husband or your spouse, talking to your friends, communicating the message effectively to anyone, regardless if it's a large audience or someone of a higher authority or your peers. And I guess it also it can also include communicating with your kids. No? How do you tell them something that 
uh, they would understand because, of course, talking to them is uh, something is also very important. So when it comes to communication skills, uh, improving or developing your communication skills, as you've already mentioned, the first step is to really prepare. And uh, when it comes to preparation, it's about knowing who you will be talking to and what message do you want to uh, tell them, correct? Yes. May I just jump in? Because you mentioned children. They're such great communicators because there's no fear, right? Like, especially with negotiating, kids are the best at that (laughs) because they're just totally... They have no fear of anybody saying no to them. And their framework is determined by what they want. So they've already prepared and anticipated in their head the future that they envision. So let's take a hint from them and just have a, an end in mind also, like of what you want to say. And like if you know what that is, when you're when you're in a comfortable communication situation negotiation becomes easier because then you might be able to be more transparent about what you want what your walk away point is so maybe the other person will also be able to reveal what theirs is Uh, for now what i know is the first step is to prepare and then it helps to have that mindset that it's okay if you're not feeling confident uh, because that will come later on and then we can learn a lot from kids because when they're speaking they're really just speaking their mind and not really conscious about what the response would be Uh, the thing is they are very clear with their goal Uh, i want to say this i want to have this probably and that's uh, the reason why they are considered good communicators. It's actually my first time to to realize this. No? Uh, yeah, nga, no? mga kids very convincing, especially when they're asking their parents to buy something. No? So going from there, what are the okay. uh, other tips that you have or the next steps that we should take? Sure. I think that the next step is really to decide on a framework because when you're speaking, it's really easy to just go off on a tangent. I'm sure when you've interviewed people, this has happened where it just kind of keeps going and the conversation feels so good and you just end up someplace where you didn't intend to end up with the conversation. And in a business environment, that's not very useful, even though it's great to build rapport and establish trust and be transparent. You want to stay within a framework. So this is one that I... I'm sharing from Toastmasters, and it's very easy to use and effective even with your kids, right? It's called the point reason example point method or prep because you are preparing. So let's use prep. Give your point what it is you're going to say. Give your reason for why you're saying that, like why you believe this point or why somebody should do this. And then give an example of the benefits of why they should do it or an example of what the successful outcome might be if your point is followed. And it's always important to end with your point again because sometimes that's where you get a little bit stuck and it gets awkward. Like if you don't know what to say to end, just go back to the beginning and say your point over. 
And that's how you come full circle and remind your audience, whether it's one person or a room full of people, what it is that you're saying. I really wanted to give specific tips on, like, if you're shy, right? Like, you're an introvert. And you're like, oh, my gosh, all these people are going to be listening to me. Um, One self-soothing technique. You'll notice I'm holding my glasses. That's my own self-soothing technique. I need something in my hands because I move my hands around a lot. So I either have a pen or my glasses in my hand. You don't want to hold that thing that you're holding in front of your face or anything because that's distracting. But keeping your hands occupied will be comforting. Something that's really easy and still looks professional is if you hold your hands together and just in front of your waist like this, right? You're making a point. You still look professional and you're actually soothing yourself because you're holding on to somebody who loves you, you. (laughs) So that's something that's been really useful for me and everybody that I've trained. But I thought of something else that might be useful. Like now... Um, You can get a free Zoom account, right, that you can record yourself talking. So that's a really easy way to see what your audience will see. So if that's something that you're nervous about, just practicing as if it's really happening will be really useful to you. And then you can play back the video. You can do it once or twice to see how you've improved. And that really takes the edge off when you've done it a couple of times, when you've rehearsed. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to tell you about Flint PH. Do you want to invest in real estate for as low as 1,000 pesos? Then check out Flint PH, the first tech-enabled, low-cost Philippine real estate crowdfunding platform that is made for investors who would like to invest in Philippine real estate properties. Flint provides a fixed and safe return on investment, especially for those looking to earn passive income. Flint is open to anyone at any time, even to those who are based outside the Philippines. Sign up for a free account today and visit bit.ly slash flintph. That's b-i-t dot l-y slash f-l-i-n-t-p-h. Again, that's bit.ly slash flintph, all small letters. Do you want to know how I get sponsors for this podcast? The secret is Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your podcast. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and get full control of how you monetize your show regardless of its size. If you're a brand and you want to advertise or collab with us, then go to advertiser.podmetrics.co and just fill up the form. Be sure to put 80% as referral code when you sign up for Podmetrics, and I'll give you a free copy of an ebook entitled How to Make Money from Your Podcast Even If You Have Less Than 1,000 Listeners. That's it. Now let's go back to our episode. Right now, people are really going online. Live streaming is really a thing now uh, some people are making money out of live streaming and i know some friends who are considering to become a live streamer but they're very shy about it they 
don't know if they can communicate well with people. I'd also like to ask, what are your tips when it comes to public speaking? I guess that's you can consider that as a form of public speaking, live streaming and uh, going online, talking to all these people that you don't know. But I guess it's more it's more nerve-wracking when you're in front of actual people. But uh, yeah, what are your tips for public speaking? Well, public speaking, you might might be shocked to, to learn, Fitz, is actually the biggest fear of people. Like there are more people who are afraid of public speaking than like death, <laughs> for real. So... It, you're not alone, first of all. Know that if you're worried about speaking in front of people, whether it's virtually or in real life, you're not the only one. It is very challenging to put yourself in front of other people. It's like you're just asking to be judged, right? <laughs> so right. I get it. I get it. It is challenging. The the nerves really though are just like anything else you know preparation really helps you to anticipate things that might go wrong so that you can address them in advance and they don't throw you if something happens like your internet connection messes up or things like that what do you do so if you're one thing that is a tip to connect with your audience is to make eye contact right so that is something that is thankfully super easy to kind of fake in this <laughs> virtual environment <laughs> where you can look at yourself or at the camera, a point right on top of the screen, which is the horizon. We're calling it now the horizon for public speakers because when you're in a room full of people, there's always that last row where the people become merged with the wall. And so that's where you want to look because then you could be making eye contact with the person in the last row, right? And nobody in the front really realizes that you're not looking at them. So that's one really tangible takeaway that you can use whenever you need it. Uh, I'd like to apply the prep technique or strategy and um, the first scenario that uh, I'm hoping that we can tackle is when you're asking your boss for a raise. So when it comes to this, how do you use prep? The key to really advocating for yourself is to believe in yourself first, right? Like the number one concern from Uploan survey last year was professional development. And if you're, you've been developing yourself and you have been contributing to your company, the first step really is to make that switch in your mind that says, hey, I, I deserve this. You know, like I am worthy of this. And I am not mayabang by asking for this. This is something that is good for not just me, but the company, right? The first step is really to kind of accept that and believe it in your in yourself because especially when you're face-to-face -face with your boss, who probably knows you quite well by now, they are going to be able to tell if you are not thoroughly convinced of your own worth, right? And so that's a negotiation um, tool, a uh, uh, 
chip for for the other party if you're not feeling super confident in your argument. So keeping a work journal really helps to track your value and the numbers that you've contributed to the company. The key here is to really keep it professional during the conversation. And it will help to do that if you prepare with actual instances where you have given value throughout your, your employment. So if you haven't done it yet, start doing that. Like your a, a sort of notebook of your accomplishments is really helpful. You can do it on LinkedIn or whatever is useful to you. But make sure you have evidence, right, of your value. Um, don't let it go to like your personal needs and how oh, that's that's not really relevant to the future. It's not going to help your argument, unfortunately. Um, stick to discussing how your work has made an impact in your company, in your team, and make sure to mention your future with the company, your plans, right? So that's where I would apply the prep. So your point is, I'm invested in our company boss for the long term. And I, I really think I'm worth investing in. Your reason, all of that evidence that you have in your work journal. I've already contributed to our growth, our profit. I hired this fantastic person, for example, right? And I plan to contribute more because this company is a good fit for me and I see myself here for the long term, right? So that's your reason. And then start giving examples. I hired Maria and she has, you know, turned over this much in sales in the past two months. I invited Fitzwilla Fuerte to give us a lecture on financial literacy and everybody is more mentally fit because of that. And, you know, there are fewer sick days now, etc. These are my plans for the future. We can do this, this, and that to... So those are your examples for your future plans. And then try and illustrate what impact they'll have, similar to what you've done to illustrate your value in the past few months. So those are your examples. And then how do we end? Point again, right? Remind him, this is all here for a reason I am worth investing in. So do you think you could consider a salary increase? You could leave it there, but it would have more impact and you'd be more effective if you actually suggested an amount. So that's like an extra step. So that's plus points. And just a little tip, you want to be really realistic. Of course, you don't want to ask for like a straight up, whatever, 20% increase, right? But um, be realistic and be specific. So there are some studies that show that if you ask for a round number, let's say you want a 10,000 peso increase, it's less likely to be considered seriously than something more specific like, you know, 5,200 peso increase. <laughs> so try to use a percentage so that you get an exact number. That way, your boss knows that you've put a lot of thought into it and there's something behind your reasoning. And that's your point, reason, example, and point. Don't forget to practice. But since we have to be realistic, right? Like not all companies can actually give a raise right now. Like they're not in a position. So everybody, if you try this out, just be prepared to hear no, right? Like it's that doesn't mean that 
your boss doesn't like you or doesn't want you to stay or anything like that, sometimes it's just not possible. But it's a good way to start um, requesting incentives. Like, you know, maybe you can negotiate a training program or something like that. It's not, I mean, for me, because I have background in sales, so it's not the worst thing in the world to say no, to be said no to. Um, but I think it is worth mentioning that, hey guys, let's be ready and prepare yourself now to to say to to have your boss say no to you at first at least right those are really great tips do you agree and if i may add sometimes that no from your boss could just mean not now so don't be hard on yourself and lose hope now how about applying the prep strategy to common financial conversations again Here's me and Jen. I also want to to ask you how do you apply the the prep uh, framework or strategy when it comes to common financial situations? I would say, and uh, this has also been asked uh, to me by several people, which is how do you tell no to someone who is borrowing money from you? So. Uh, this happens often sa mga magkakaibigan but also in office mates, no? sa mga magkakaopisina. So, let's say an office mate is borrowing money from you. How do you tell them no without really... Of course, people are afraid of offending their feelings. Is there a way to apply the prep framework here? For me, Fitz, I wouldn't apply prep to it. To be honest, I think the most effective way to communicate that you are not able to do that, because I'm assuming that's what our listeners would say, is a way to say no. It's really to be very direct and concise. I think to it's going to be an unpleasant situation, right? Uh, you're gonna be guilt is a big thing for us in in our society, and I mean it's it's our upbringing, right? Like saying no is very difficult, especially you know you'll think you'll offend them, like you said, lose them as a friend. But it really is a challenging time to so you need to protect yourself first. Your your well being matters, and that really needs to come first before any other thing. So I would recommend that you let them down gently, but quickly. Like some key phrases that I think would work would be, that's not really feasible for me right now. I'm sorry, I can't help. And I'm not in a position to lend you money, sorry. And remember that no one's really entitled to reasons for your financial decisions, right? It's your household. It's a very personal thing. But if they're really laying on the pressure and really laying on the guilt, just take some time to decide, right? This is when I'm really grateful to have a a husband to kind of cover me, like to kind of be the bad cop sometimes. Like, Or this can be your parent in your life, for example. You can say, you know, I, I can't make decisions like this on my own, even if it's a small amount of money. I just need some time to decide. And then you can take that time away from your friend to just fortify yourself. And in in situations like this, I don't think it's really 
too bad to say no over the phone or even over email. Um, don't try try to avoid the situations where it makes it even harder for you to say no to things like this. But that would be my advice, Fitz. Like, like what do you usually tell people? Well, um, what I usually tell them is you have to be clear that you cannot lend them money and avoid, yeah, avoid giving them uh, false hopes. Sometimes you people tell them that uh, wala ako ngayon. So kasi it gives them an idea na ah, baka next week meron na. <laughs> kasi sinabi mo wala lang ngayon. So yeah, you have to be honest. And I always tell them that if they're really your friend or they're really a good office mate, they won't take it against you if you say no. Uh, money is something personal. And I would even dare say that they don't really have to give a reason why they can't lend mm-hmm. money. But it's very important to be clear that you cannot lend them. So that's my personal strategy there. No, um, Another awkward situation that uh, people often encountered and people ask me is when a friend is recruiting you to join a networking company. No? So of course, we're not saying that Multi-level marketing companies are bad. But just like uh, looking for a company, there's a fit. Does your personality fit? Are, are you going to thrive in, the, in this company culture? So when it comes to networking company, of course, there should also be a good fit between you and the product that they're selling. But sometimes members of networking companies, they just recruit everyone that they know. No, So if you're on the other side where someone, our friend, is trying to invite you to join a networking company that you think is not really for you, how do you say you're not interested to them? With this one, swak na swak si prep, because you can say, I'm point, I'm so sorry, I just can't do that right now, or I, I don't see it fitting into my life. Reason, actually... It doesn't fit into my life because I have a full-time job. I'm working on this with my kids. Right now, I'm finding it very difficult to have time for myself. Even if we're work at home, there's so many things that need to be done. Example, like, make this is where you can inject some humor and levity, like, to remind them, yeah, do you remember that one time I was such a mess last week? Diba, tinawagan kita, umiiyak ako kasi, diba, ang daming drama dito or whatever. And then, say, so I'm really sorry. Hindi ko, I don't think that's going to work for me. So that's what I, would, what I would suggest. If you're really friends, like you said, it will, it will strike a chord, especially if you use an example to really create a human connection with them again and remind them, hey, you know me. We agree, like try and get an agreement out of them that, that this isn't going to be for me, you know. So regardless of what you're doing, regardless if you're an employee, a freelancer or an entrepreneur, de- developing your communication skills is uh, really something that can help you advance through your career or improve yourself professionally. And of course, grow your business. 
And um, I guess that's everything that I wanted to talk to you about, Jen. No? And uh, thank you very much for coming. And of course, you also have your own podcast. You also host your own podcast. Can you tell more about that? And uh, of course, invite our listeners to also check out your podcast. Thanks so much, Fitz. We're so excited to have you as our first expert for season two of the Level Up podcast. Anybody can tune into Level Up on Spotify or anywhere they listen to podcasts. Also, our last season will be on there. You can check out uploan.ph slash podcasts and take a look at all of our previous episodes from last year. They're mostly about mental health and financial wellness. The thing that's different about this year fits, our new season is starting the 15th of February. We are going to actually try out wellness tools. Like in February, we're talking about expense trackers. All of our tools that we review are free so that anybody can progress on their wellness journey. We're working towards helping people win at work and make them masters of their money. Developing your communication skills can help all aspects of your life, from your professional life to social gatherings and everything in between. The ability to communicate information accurately, clearly, and as intended is a vital life skill and something that should not be overlooked. And the good news is, it's never too late to work on your communication skills. And by doing so, you will also improve your quality of life. It's fantastic that you want to improve. I think that's really half the battle. It's it's in your mind. You must keep believing that you can do it because you can. And that's the end of our episode. I hope you enjoyed it and thank you for listening. Again, do check out the Level Up podcast. At abangan nyo yung episode na ako naman ang guest ni Jen and we talked about some practical tips on how to achieve financial wellness. Moreover, kung may natutunan kayo today, then please follow or subscribe to The 80% at i-invite nyo na rin ang mga friends nyo to listen to our podcast. For comments and suggestions, you can go and visit our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. This is Fitz Villafuerte saying goodbye for now and until our next episode. Please take care and stay safe. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.